This is Tim Tebow, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chauvel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chauvel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is professional athlete and author Tim Tebow. Tim is a two-time national champion, first-round NFL draft pick, and Heisman Trophy winner. After playing for the Denver Broncos, New York Jets, Philadelphia Eagles, and New England Patriots, he decided to pursue a career with the New York Mets as a left fielder and designated hitter. Sports aside, Tim has a passion for bringing faith, hope, and love to children everywhere with both his foundation and children's book, Bronco and Friends, which we discuss in this podcast episode. Welcome to Five Questions, Tim. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you making the time. As someone who is known for being outspoken in their Christian faith, how does religion play a role in how you lead on and off the field? I think it it is that guiding um, light and force in my life that helped change every decision. It's more of like the lens that I look through, the vantage point, the perspective. There's so many times that, you know, in our society where we'll say, hey, you know, the most important thing is money, fame, and power. And I think the lens that I try to see through is a biblical form of lens, a Jesus form of lens where he saw people, he saw love, he saw caring, he saw helping, helping the poor, helping the hurty, helping the needy. And we get so caught up in this battle between those every day. And I really want to look through that lens of seeing people, of loving people every day. And, and that's really a transformational piece for me is that lens in which you try to see the world and you try to see your goals and how you want to accomplish them. And so I think that's maybe one of the easier ways that I could explain it. It's sort of like your compass helps you make decisions. It's part of your decision making Absolutely. You know, criteria and your lens on the world. And I think that's that's really valuable, especially at a time when it's easy, like you were saying, it's easy to get pushed in all these different directions. We're a very polarized political social world, but yes. you know, it's good to have that type of direction too. And not many athletes have successfully transitioned between sports like you have. What do you hope to accomplish in your baseball career that you weren't able to do in football? Well, I don't know if it's something that I want to accomplish that I wasn't able to accomplish in, in football. I think it's to be able to live out a dream, to live out those passions um, that I have and to be able to love what I do every day. If it ended right now, I would have already been able to live out another dream. That's exciting and that's meaningful to me. It's not just about what other people put as goals for you or what you should want to do or what you should want to accomplish. Listen, I have goals. I would love to get to the bigs, but if I do or don't get there, it's not a success or failure. I think success is living out your passion to the fullest every day. If you're able to get cherries on top, that's awesome as well. It's about the journey and not the end result. If you're not enjoying the journey, what's the whole point of spending years and years and years trying to achieve something if you're miserable the entire time. And I think that kind of connects to faith as well and what you believe. That's, ex- that's exactly right, because you're not actually really loving what you do, right? If you're just looking at the result, if you're just looking at that one day of if I hit this, then everything is going to be great. That's not loving the journey. That's not being fulfilled in what you're doing. That's not finding necessarily meaning or significance. It's saying if I hit this measurement, then everything's going to be fine. And I think that's unfortunately how a lot of times we live in society is, man, if I get this promotion, if I get this fancy car, if I get this house, if I get this praise, then everything is going to work. And that's also so many times why we see so many people that find what the world says is success and then they get it and they're like, oh shoot, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, right? I don't want to live a life based on one day if I get this, then I'll be fulfilled. No, I'm fulfilled every day when I get to live out my purpose, my passion, my meaning and help the people I come in contact with and be able to make 
make a difference because life for me is not about one day, it's about this day. We talk about purpose or calling in the future as like a, a one day thing, but I believe it's a this day thing. We don't know how many days we have, but on this day, I'm gonna choose to live with purpose, with passion, and with meaning in everything I get to do. What matters on this day is that I do everything I can with it, that I love it, that I pursue it with all my heart, and that I have meaning in this day. It's so powerful and inspirational because a lot of people fall in the footsteps of others or get swayed to go into different paths and they lose track of who they are and what they actually wanna do. And a lot of people live in the future, and I'm guilty of this in my 20s, live in the future instead of the present, and they don't really get to enjoy the present. So that's really good. One of the passion projects and some that you've lived and worked really hard for is this new children's book. It's come out at a time when children are witnessing a historic pandemic that's yes. left many learning at home in isolation. <clears throat> what would you say to give children and their parents hope for a brighter future? Well, I really wanted to write this children's book. It had been on my heart for a while. There's so many voices that are calling out to our young people. There's so many things pulling them in so many different ways. And I remember when my parents would read children's book to me at night, how it meant, how it made me feel. Some of them were really entertaining stories and some of them had really good truth. Well, I wanted to try to make one that had both, that was entertaining and fun stories of animals, but then also had little truth nuggets in there. And hopefully that's something that we were able to to accomplish because when a child reads or has Bronco and Friends read to them, hopefully they're entertained with the story, the story of all these animals working together to try to get to this grand party and that every single one of them has a puzzle piece that plays into the grand puzzle. And I really believe that's true in life, that we all have a puzzle piece in the grand piece. And that means we all have worth and we all have value and we all have a part to play in the grand giant puzzle. I also love that in this story, they find their puzzle by helping one another find theirs. And I really believe that's true in life that a lot of times we find our purpose by helping other people find theirs and helping them along the journey. And I love the celebration at the end when they all get to the the grand party and they all put their puzzle piece and Broncos is the last one that finishes the puzzle but you look at everybody that's come together and it's unity people of all backgrounds shapes and sizes that are celebrating because I want every single boy or girl when they go to sleep to know that that they are unique they're one of one they are special and they are wonderful I love that and especially because we need each other to survive we're herd animals like we no doubt we're built survive. for community and you know this too for being in sports it's the team you can't can't just have one good player and everyone else slacks off it's the team you know football baseball whatever sport right i want to keep on your book there's other powerful messages and one of the things is you're dyslexic and mm -hmm. the main character of your book bronco has a vision disability how have you managed your disability and what do you recommend to both children and adults who have special needs in the book not only does bronco have some disabilities all the different animals have disabilities along the way and i really believe that with our strengths our weaknesses our abilities our disabilities that we can use them all. I'm dyslexic. I think a little bit differently. I had to learn a little bit differently. But sometimes I feel like that would give me an advantage and sometimes it would give me a disadvantage. But it doesn't mean that I'm dumb or I'm less than. It just means I think a little bit differently. All of us have strengths and weaknesses and have abilities and disabilities. You know, so many times we want to put on this outward shell that there's no weaknesses in me. Well, we all do. We all have strengths and weaknesses, abilities and disabilities. But you know, when we bring that to the table, then we can actually help each other cope and grow with each other and learn with each other and make each other better because we share all of that rather than to keep that bottled up inside. Yeah, that's such a good point. And you bring up something really on kind of trend and how the culture is being shifted, which is a leader over the past year since I've been born is about strength and not showing weakness or
or vulnerability. But now I think culture is changing. We're realizing, hey, like you're saying, we're all different. We all have weaknesses, not just strengths. And if you look hard enough, sometimes the handicap could be you have one leg or, or, or something more visible where other times people are suffering in other ways that you might not be privy to because it mm -hmm. might not be readily visible. Yes. And I think accepting other people and being vulnerable because, hey, especially during the past year, everyone's in a, a different life circumstance and suffering in their own way. They might not be vocal about it, but when you are vocal about it, people feel a sense of security and they can relate to you better. So I, I yeah. think that that shift in what you're talking about is super important. And what's your best piece of career advice? I think number one, to love what you do and be passionate about it. We hear people say that, but we don't actually realize what it means when we say to actually live with passion or be passionate about something. We throw that word around the same as we throw excitement or motivation or hype. Really the word passion actually means that you care so much about something that you are willing to suffer. I care so much about something that I'm going to do it even if I suffer. Find something that you're passionate about that you're willing to do it anyways even if you're going to suffer, right? You're willing to get up to embrace the grind even if you're going to suffer and then also have compassion right find people that even if you're if you're going to suffer with them that you're going to be in the foxhole with them that's how much you love them so to have real passion and real compassion because when you do that i really believe that your life will change because you're doing something that you truly that your heart is truly in and you truly care about thank you so much for sharing your wisdom tim to follow his journey you can read bronco and friends and find him on instagram linkedin facebook and twitter where he shares his family appearances inspirational words and sports moments and to watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Schaubel.